thank you, Heavenly Father, for being here in this place by your Holy Spirit, that your presence is, is filling this place, filling our hearts. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you have freedom in here. The Holy Spirit, that whatever you would like to do this morning, that you have free reign. So, Holy Spirit, have your way this morning. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your sacrifice for us. For paying the price of, for sin on our behalf. That, Lord, you gave yourself up for us. So, Lord, we thank you for the cross. We thank you that, Lord God, that you have been buried. That you raised from the dead for us. That you've taken authority from the enemy and that you've given that authority back into those that believe. Those that, that seek and follow after you, Lord God. So we thank you, Lord God, that you've made so many awesome privileges to us. That they're available for those that believe. So, Lord God, we thank you that right now, that as we're hearing your word, hearing the truths of scripture, that you would just allow our heart to be opened up. Our eyes, spiritual eyes, our spiritual ears to be able to see and hear what you have for us. Holy Spirit, locate us where we are. I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. You may be seated. So, I... What the Lord had given me this morning was birthed out of a dream that I had. Yeah, it was a pretty crazy dream. We all know that we've had some uh, pretty uh, fun dreams, some crazy dreams. Some, But this is... I don't. That's the strange thing. I really... I don't want to know right now because I know where you're going with that. I'm normally one that once my head hits the pillow, I'm lights out till that alarm clock goes off. Last Saturday, um, last Saturday, Friday night into Saturday, I, I was normal, like normal, out like a light. All of a sudden, I had a dream. So this is what this morning, what the Lord was impressing in my heart for to give to the congregation. Amen. Obviously, we had things that the Holy Ghost wanted to do differently for last week, but it's still fresh in my heart, which is so cool because God is, he's, he's just, he's like that. He's awesome. Amen. So this is the dream and there wasn't much to the dream, but it, I knew exactly where the Lord was trying to uh, pinpoint what he wanted to bring to the congregation dream was simply this. I, I just appeared right, right beside a man that he was, uh, Asian in descent, uh, uh, uh <clears throat> like a dark skin, like Indian kind of, uh, Asian Indian. <clears throat> and he's sitting there and he's trying to, he, he's trying to, uh, pray for a, a loved one that was sick. And he's, frustrated and he's crying out and he's crying out if there's somebody here that could just pray for this one to, that they would be healed and i'm just sitting there it was like the promptness of, of the holy ghost on the inside through in in the dream simply said this you have faith the size of a mustard seed and i just sat there and and it was like that was it and then I saw the man's expression just change from agony, stress, and it just went to a lightness and joy on his face. And I knew exactly what the Lord was saying in that. So I got into that place praying, you know, just going in the word and things of that nature and just going before the Lord. So I want everybody to turn with me to Hebrews chapter 11. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1. We're all very familiar with this, or most of us are very familiar with this scripture verse. Some may have heard it. Some may not have heard it yet. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Now faith is... The substance of things hoped for, 
the evidence of things not seen. I want to say this. There's a, a faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You know, I believe there was a simple uh, f- phrase that I heard uh, from a minister that uh, spoke this, and I said it time and time again, is that faith is hearing truth. Now, we're talking about concerning the Word of God. Faith is hearing tr- simply hearing the truth and believing it. Simple. We hear the truth, and we believe it. Faith is now, if I could say, initialized. It's, it's initiated. Okay? Faith is initiated. Faith is strengthened. Faith grows, if I could say, the, the understanding of the depths of faith, of the word of God. When we take what we read, take what we heard, believe it to be true, and put action to it. That means exercise what we believe concerning certain things. Concerning, uh, you know, salvation. That's elementary, you know, bottom foundations of every Christian's life right there. Believing in salvation. Amen. How many are saved this morning? The first steps that we took towards being a, a Christian, a believer, a follower of Jesus Christ. Amen? It's hearing the word of God being preached, believing it, and then putting action to it and accepting it and coming, for, uh, coming before the congregation or if it's between you and the Lord or if it's between you. Somehow there's a, a stepping of putting action to that and accepting Jesus Christ by using our words and now our lives to demonstrate to him and to others that we're believers in Christ. Amen. Foundation. So in that, we, we have experience for ourselves, but there should be something a little, bit, a little bit greater that we step into now from receiving salvation for ourselves, now maturing in that salvation and helping others to receive salvation. Amen. So faith is simply hearing the truth and making the choice to believe it, to believe it. Amen. Now, if there's not that step of believing in it, then there's no faith concerning that truth that we've heard. Amen. And that's for the word of God. That's what we're talking about this morning. And that could be for other instances in life also. Trusting in a person, believing in a person. When they say that they will, you believe it. Amen. There's, so there's other areas of have faith in, in people and, and things that, that, that we apply this to. But we know that when there's faith in God, God will not let us down. Amen? His word is true. It's the sure foundation. So God's word is, is the foundation that we know that there's no shifting, uh, that we can hold on to his word and know that it is true. Know that there is nothing that's going to change it. There's no, uh, nothing that's going to differ from what his word says to us. Amen? It's our solid rock. Ultimate truth. God's word does not fail. He does not change his mind. He not, does not change what he says in his word and say, oh, okay, for you, well, this changes. No, it's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen? Amen. Turn with me to Luke, and we're going to go to chapter 16. Chapter 16. We're going to look here at verse 19. Yeah, this is the course and how the Holy Ghost was, was leading me from that dream to right here in Luke chapter 16. We're getting to we're getting to verse nineteen. Um, we're gonna get to exactly that phrase that was spoken to that man, that Indian man, in my dream concerning the mustard seed. But to understand exactly what was going on, there was something greater that the Holy Ghost was wanting me to see, to bring to you guys 
starting right here, there is a certain rich man. Can you bring this up in New Living Translation, please? Because I love the way that this words it. It's it's just it it's just so um, it stood out to me. Jesus said there was a certain rich man who is splendidly clothed in purple and fine linen, and who lived each day in luxury. You can, uh, Ridge, you can continue as I'm going. I'll just, I'll tell you when to pause when I need you to pause. Thank you. Um, Verse 20, at his gate lay a poor man named Lazarus who was covered with sores. As Lazarus lay there longing for scraps from the rich man's table, the dogs would come and lick his open sores. Finally, the poor man died and was carried by the angels to sit beside Abraham at the heavenly banquet. The rich man also died and was buried. And he went to the place of the dead. There, in torment, he saw Abraham in the far distance with Lazarus at his side. Lazarus, again, you can pause. At the, was the poor man that had sores all over, all over his body, laying at the rich man's doorstep, just begging for the scraps from the table. Now that man that had the sores all over him, that had died, is at Abraham's side. See this picture. So that poor man that was sick, that was hurting, is now at Lazarus's side. Uh, Abraham's side. I'm sorry, thank you. And here that rich man is down in the deep. Down in, in Sheol, hell is the picture that we're seeing here. Verse 23, and he went to the place of the dead there in torment, and he saw Abraham in the far distance with Lazarus at his side. Verse 24, the rich man shouted, Father Abraham, have some pity. Send Lazarus over here to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. I am in anguish in the, these flames. Verse 25. But Abraham said to him, Son, remember that during your lifetime you had everything you wanted and Lazarus had nothing. So now he is here being comforted and you are in anguish. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Not for that, it's just things that are starting. Verse 26, and besides, there is a great chasm separating us. No one can cross over, cross over to you from here, and no one can cross over to us from there. Then the rich man said, please, Father Abraham, at least send him to my father's home. Send Lazarus to my father's home. For I have five brothers, and I want, I want him to warn them so they don't end up in this place of torment. Hear his heart cry. He's now in this place of torment, and he is, he's whatever it takes. I understand. Now he's at the place. I understand you can't do anything for me. You can't soothe my soul. You can't soothe the burning, the torment, everything that I'm in right now. So please send that man, Lazarus, that was on my doorstep with sores all over his body, sick. Send him to my five brothers, please. So that he can warn them. Verse 29. But Abraham said, Moses and the prophets have warned them. Your brothers can read what they wrote. You could pause. What is he saying? He's saying this very thing, the Torah, was already provided for them. The scriptures concerning, uh, concerning Moses and, and the prophets, it was already together for them to read and to know who God is through, that, through those scriptures. That's what this is saying through Moses and the prophets. The Torah was available. The scriptures were available for them to read, to know, to understand, to know about these things that they're talking about. Your brothers can read what they wrote, verse 30. The rich man replied, No, Father Abraham, but if someone is sent to them from the dead, then they will repent of their sins and turn to God. 
Verse 31. But Abraham said, if they won't listen to Moses and the prophets, if they won't listen to the scriptures, if they won't listen to what God is saying to them through the verses that they have before them, then they won't even be persuaded. Persuaded. Even if someone rises from the dead. They won't even. Okay. This is interesting to me. Because here is the rich man that wants Lazarus to come from the dead to go visit the brothers. And he's begging Abraham to please let this happen. Abraham's saying, listen, they won't, if they can't believe the scriptures they have now, they won't believe anything about a man rising from the dead. Can I say this? Maybe he was even prophesying exactly what would happen When Jesus would rise from the dead. If they can't believe the scriptures now, they won't even believe because the scriptures all point to Jesus and his life and him rising from the dead. But they won't even believe the fact of that poor man, Lazarus, rises from the dead to come to them. Because they won't even believe the scriptures that they have now before them. Set before them, pointing to who the Messiah is. You can continue on. Next, yes, right to the the next, next chapter. I'm going right into uh, chapter 17 with this. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So we're seeing this picture that Jesus is is speaking to the disciples. And he's speaking this to them and he continues. Again, now we see chapters, we see verses, but this is a continuation of Jesus and him speaking. Amen. This isn't a, okay, this is a, a separate, separate thought per se. But it continues on. One day, now this is a different, a different time. One day Jesus said to his disciples, there will always be temptations to sin. But what sorrow awaits the person who does the tempting, verse 2. It would be better to be thrown into the sea with a millstone hung around your neck than to cause one of these little ones to fall into sin. Verse 3. So watch yourselves. If anyone believes if any believer sins, rebuke that person. Then if that, there is repentance, forgive. Even if that person wrongs you seven times a day and each time turns again and asks for forgiveness, you must forgive. The apostle said to the Lord, show us how to increase our faith. Jesus replies, if you had faith even as small as a mustard seed, You could say to this mulberry tree, may you be uprooted and be planted in the sea and it would obey you. Pause for a moment. When I read that verse, that chapter 16, and it continues right into the the next thought of scripture. What the Holy Ghost was saying to me through this, through this example of what we're just reading now in chapter 17. Let our faith increase. And Jesus was saying, it's not that your faith would increase or decrease. You already have faith. You already have faith concerning the scriptures. What's he speaking about? Well, the very instance that we had beforehand is that, that these men did not have faith concerning the scriptures. The five brothers did not have faith concerning the scriptures, concerning what Moses had spoke, what the prophets had spoke, concerning who God is, who Jesus is to come. And it continues on. And Jesus' thoughts exactly is going into if any, any brother sins, confront him. Why? Because if there's sin, it's because there's, there's, there's sin against the believing in the scriptures, believing in what God has spoken concerning his word and how we should live. And they're saying, let faith increase in us. Hold on. Disciples, you have faith. You have faith. And it, he's, he's bringing this point to them. It's not that your faith should increase or decrease. You have faith. You have the faith to be able to say to this tree, be uprooted and go into the sea, and it will happen. 
He's, 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 he's letting them know, you have faith. You believe the scriptures. You're there. You're believing the scriptures. I'm in that moment, in that dream, in that, that very instance of that, have faith, have, you have that faith. Have faith. As small as the, a mustard seed. And it was simply this. You know who Jesus is. And that, 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 that man, that Indian man, he had faith in Jesus. He believed in Jesus. And I believe this. There's a lot of people, a lot of Christians that believe in Jesus. They believe that he is our Savior. He believe, they believe that he is our Messiah. And they'll accept him as Lord. Accept him as Savior. But what's happening with the scriptures concerning what God's plan is for us, concerning faith for healing, concerning faith for, for uh, God's blessings, for God to, to take us into the, the person that he's called us to be as his sons, his, his daughters, with the gifts that he's provided through the Holy Ghost. To be heirs of the kingdom. To be representatives of the kingdom of God. What are we doing with the scriptures? And are we really in that place? Do we really have faith concerning the scriptures outside of that foundational truth of being sons and daughters of, of our Lord, our Heavenly Father, through the blood of Jesus Christ. That Indian man had the faith, trusting, believing in, that Jesus was healer. What he needed to know is this, is that that healer, that Savior, that healer has Provided to him that authority that he had, that Jesus had. And he just needed to put action. Put action. Without doubt. Without doubt. Without that, that ag, the antagonizing uh, torment on the inside of, will this work? Will this work? Will, who's going to do it? Not trusting and really believing that Jesus had made him the, uh, available, made him the person that he called to actually perform this miracle, to perform this healing, that Jesus would actually work through him. A lot of us are maybe in that place. Well, yeah, Jesus is Lord and we go that far, but we need to know that Jesus has called us every single person, not just a preacher behind a pulpit, not just a person that, you know, may just stand out and, and, and accelerate in things of healing or, but God has called every single one of us to lay hands on the sick. Why? Because that's not a preacher's duty. That's a believer's duty. That's not just a person that's accelerating concerning faith and healing. That's a, a believer, a follower of Jesus Christ. Responsibility. What? To activate by stepping into it. Will we see results of healing immediately? Probably not. But the word of God says, lay hands on the sick. They will recover. Signs and things of those things, they will follow. We may pray and lay hands on the sick and we'll go on about our business. What we don't see is what God is doing on their side of the story. Now I'm using healing as an example. But what are the other areas that we really need to, that we're being challenged with, that we're truly being challenged with, that we need to maybe step into a, a greater a, a authority. Maybe it's just really getting past the, you know, Lord, I, I'm really having, struggling with this. I'm struggling with the, you know, the, this difficulty right now in my life. And I'm, I need to lay this out before you and just trust you. 
there's there's places that some of us may be really struggling, struggling with some with an area, and it's like just release it into God's hands, and not be so consumed with 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 the the agony and the stress and 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 everything that's come with it because God wants us to be free of all that stress all that you know uh the doubt that may be trying to come into our thought realm and allow freedom to just reign allow joy to reign allow peace to reign in our hearts and how how, how does that begin it begins by just releasing it, allowing that stress to, to go, allowing the peace of God to rule our heart. And just step, just step, step into that place of just trusting him, that everything is going to be worked out, that God will take care of everything that I have need of right now in the moment that I'm in. You know, that dream was a dream that was just given that, again, an illustration of healing. But there are areas in our life where we need to just step. Take a step of faith, as we've heard it said so many times. Take a step of faith. That's just a, just trust him. Step into his rest. Step into his peace. To know that God takes care of all his, all of our needs. Amen. It's that place of faith that God is wanting us to get into. And this is where faith is challenged. This is where, challenged in this way, not in a negative way. Challenged in, this is where action is being, is being uh, put in motion. This is where action is coming forth concerning areas in our life where we need to accelerate in faith. Accelerate in trusting him. Accelerate in believing him. And there's times, I'm not saying that it's, it's easy. There's times where we're struggling with uh, uh, something that's, that we're dealing with, and sometimes it's hard. And sometimes it, it feels difficult to, to have that breakthrough. You remember that, that scripture verse about meditating on the word day and night? That's the breakthrough that we need is to continually be in the scripture. Trusting, 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 believing in the scriptures that we're reading, believing the scriptures that we're putting before us. If we don't have that word before us day and night, it's hard to trust God in what he says. Because if his voice in the, in the situation is so faint, then it's hard to really trust him. Maybe even really hard to hear him. But faith, faith is simply hearing the truth, making the choice to believe it's true. And when you believe that it's true, concerning the scriptures, the word of God, salvation is wonderful, people. Amen? Salvation is awesome. God's word is so deeper, so greater than salvation only. Salvation isn't just who God is. God's great. He's our provider. He's given you and I so many awesome talents, gifts, ways to be able to help persuade people about how good he is. And he wants us to step in those arenas of faith to challenge other people, challenge other people's faith in who he is. Hallelujah. You know, God wants us to be people that are persuaders. Persuade them by the goodness of God. Persuade them by God's word. Persuade people by who he is, by his love, by his mercy, by his joy, by his peace. Persuade people by who God is through your life. Do they see God through you? 
Or are we just like the, the, the world and living like the world and nothing's standing out? You know, pastor always says this, that there's two kinds of churches in the world today. Yes, amen. There's the casual Christian and the kingdom Christian. The casual Christian may be that one that believes in salvation, believes that they're saved. And that's it. The kingdom Christian is a person that believes in salvation, believes in Jesus Christ, but is intimate with the Heavenly Father. Intimate with the Heavenly Father to begin to know who God is in a greater depth. To know God's voice, to know his heart, to begin to understand his scriptures and his leading through the scripture. I believe that we all here want to be that kingdom Christian, that kingdom church. Today, this is a pinpoint. Holy Spirit just maybe showing us that area that we need to step into the faith concerning struggling areas in our lives. That maybe we need a breakthrough. And if everything is on the uppity up and seems awesome, praise God. I challenge you then with this. Get closer to our Heavenly Father. More intimate with Him. It seems difficult sometimes. How do I become intimate with a God that I don't see? Read His Word. The Holy Spirit comes and begins to speak on the inside of you. Begins to speak, and, you, and it's like thoughts maybe sometimes, but there's like a still small voice on the inside. And God begins to speak to, through our spirit man that he's created. And we begin to know God through that small voice on the inside. Why? God will always lead us to the cross. He'll always lead us to the scripture. He'll always lead us to who he is according to what we're reading in scripture. God's word is true. Amen. Amen. God is so great and so awesome that he will never lead us to harm us, to harm anybody else, but bring his love to others. So if God's leading you, God's leading me. It's going to help to draw people to his love. Encourage people so that they are drawn to him. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. I want to just ask us if there's anybody in here that is in that place that you need breakthrough, I just ask you to come up front right now. If you would, if you would just come up front. I want to lay hands on anybody that's in that place that needs breakthrough. What I'm doing now is I'm just releasing the anointing of God into through laying on hands that means praying i'm praying for you amen why for what for that for something to change in this supernatural in this spiritual realm amen not saying that there's goofy flaky stuff i'm laying hands believing the authority of god to come on to help for you an agreement for breakthrough amen amen anyone else praise god Thank you, Lord. If there's anyone in here that has not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, it means you, you know who Jesus is, but you haven't said, you know what, Lord, I come to you, I know that I'm a sinner, and I ask you, Lord God, that you would forgive me. I ask you to be my Lord and Savior. If you've not accepted Jesus and said a simple prayer like that, if you would come forward, I want to pray with you.
Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Everyone that's up front, if you would just lift your hands, begin to worship God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Am I okay? Thank you. Um, I'm just asking everybody to stretch your hands out that are sitting there to participate in what's going on here for the breakthrough. And listen, guys, if you're up here, have faith that the anointing is going to break through into this situation. We have to trust God and His promises, His word. And trust him that his angels are being sent forth, but trust him that his word is being sent forth for you. He absolutely loves every single one of us. Amen. And he will not hold back any good thing from any of us. Not one good thing. And he loves you. And he's here by our side. You're not in this alone. Amen. Never, ever, ever are you ever alone in this. And, Tim, that was my personal reading this morning 17 Luke 17 today and I want to share this with those that are standing up here maybe there's some others that are sitting there and maybe you guys just think well I can just push through this but the anointing's here to break through it so when God does the extra step for us I would cry I would run up here always But I want to say this about the portion of scripture about Lazarus and the rich man and when he went into hell and that whole discourse. And Abraham said, even if they saw the dead raised, they're still not going to believe. Well, we actually saw that. We saw my brother raised from the dead. And I still have many brothers and sisters who didn't believe and who don't believe. So it's true. And what the word of God says, everything that Jesus said, what I'm encouraging all of you, and Pastor Tim is going to lay hands on you because the anointing's on him, that every single one of us need to believe what the word of God says Amen. to the fullest. I mean, if he speaks the, 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 the is the absolute truth. Amen. If he says this That word, this, is the absolute truth and has content and meaning in what he said when he said this. So everything that God says has absolute power behind it. So I want to encourage the whole church to start getting the word of God in your heart. Don't be deficient of the word of God because then you lack the power to stand up against these things. And lack of faith in it. And God wants to, he wants us to be a people of great faith. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Church, if you would stand up, please. Those of you who are still out in the congregation, stretch your hands out. Let's all engage our faith and believe that pastor's anointed. Lord, we thank you for the anointing. Praise God. For breakthroughs. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We believe. In Jesus' name. She kissed that apostle to Softly praying in the spirit, those in the congregation. Thank you, in the name of Jesus, breakthrough, breakthrough.
in the name of Jesus, thank you for breakthroughs. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We believe it, Father. That must have seed faith. Mustard seed faith. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Think about breakthroughs, beloved. For those who are up here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. It's a breaker anointing too, by the way. Hallelujah. There's a breaker anointing here. Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Triumph. This for you, Jeffrey. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, work your faith, beloved. Father, we collectively believe for miracles, breakthroughs, and a breaker anointing. In the name of Jesus. Safato stone that is Deus accursed. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Brian, come up. Yeah, Brian, come up. Come on up, Brian. Hallelujah. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Supernatural power. In the name of Jesus. Rewire. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Father, we praise you. And the praise is yours. You're the one we bow before. Reigning over us as we lift you up. You reign forevermore. Yeah, Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.
just stay in the spirit, everybody. Pray in the Holy Ghost. We don't know if the Lord's finished. He's never finished, but we don't know if the Lord wants us. Pastor Tim doesn't have that release yet. Hallelujah. Pastor Carrie, can you come sing? And it's a God of every moment. Come on, let's just worship them. In the praises yours, you're the one we bow before. Reigning over us as we lift you up, you will reign forevermore. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you for who you are, your goodness, your love, the truth from your word. Yes. Glory and praise, power and strength, worthy is the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. Glory and praise, power and strength, worthy is the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. Let's sing it to him. Glory and praise, power and strength, worthy is the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. Glory and praise, power and strength, worthy is the Lamb of God. Hallelujah, glory and praise, power and strength, worthy is the Lamb of God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You could keep it playing softly. Hallelujah. This is scripture that we've heard time and time again. And if I can get this to cooperate. Praise the Lord for electronics. Praise the Lord for when they work well. <laughs> Joshua 1.8. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. But you shall read and meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything in accordance with all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous. Everyone say this. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will be successful. That word prosperous right there in the Hebrew means break out. Break out. This is breakthrough, break out anointing right here. Yes, Lord. It comes by through the word of God, people. The word of God is our 
it's our rock. It is, it's, we need to make sure that we are in it to read the word of God, to study the word of God. So that when those times come, those, those times that we are, have the, those struggles, those, those times where the enemies attack and knock it on the door, that with the word of God in our hearts, we can break out through those times, break through those times. But if we don't have the word of God in our heart, it's going to be a hard battle. It's going to be a very long battle, a very hard battle, a struggle. And the enemy in the, in the process is going to want to cause you and I to do what? Doubt, not just the word of God, doubt your salvation. Doubt who Jesus is. Doubt who God is. So the importance of the word of God is so vital, so important to you and me. We have to be steadily studying, reading the word of God. It brings strength. It brings a, a vitality to us. A never quit, a never quit sense. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So I want to encourage you this morning. If anything you get from today, you hear the Holy Ghost today, is to read the word daily. Study. We know that in Timothy it says to study the word of God to show yourself approved unto God. Don't worry about being approved before men. Don't worry about being approved before pastors or before those the other Praise people God. in the congregation. But it's for us to study ourselves, to show ourselves approved before God. Because when God sees why you're studying, to help to build yourself up, to strengthen yourself up, to build your character, to build strength within you, God gives you that power, breakthrough, anointing. Amen. 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 Pastor. Hallelujah. I know my bride has something, but while you're standing, we're getting ready to, we're trying to close. <laughs> this is second closing. Hallelujah. Faith comes by hearing, Romans ten seventeen says, and that's pastor preached. Amen. Amen. Say faith. faith. Comes faith. by hearing. Comes by hearing. Faith, now, but this is the unwritten law, but it's absolutely in scripture. Faith grows by doing. That's how our faith grows. We hear it, we believe it, we begin to do it. We see the Lord confirm his word with signs following, and our faith goes from glory to glory. Our confidence in the word of God grows. Amen? Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, uh, Pastor Tim, you just said that. That was such a nugget. Um, you know, study Ooh. and show yourself approved by God. Yeah, but also that dream. Dreams can have two different powers working in them. It can either be a metaphor or it could be a reality, whether in the body or out of the body, we don't know. We don't know. See, God in dreams and in visions, he can absolutely take you somewhere that you aren't physically at, but in the spirit, he'll take you there. And as you were sharing that, we need to be aware of these things that whether in the body or not in the body, I don't know. I know folks that have had those experiences, and there's some folks in here that have had that. Oh, yeah. Amen. Whether we in have. the I'm not sure, but I know. See, Pastor, I, I just will submit that. I just want you to know that. I'm, Tim, I believe with all my heart that that was a translocation in the, in the dream. It was an absolute occurrence that happened. You are an eyewitness to what, as Jesus talked the story of rich man and Lazarus. That's not a metaphor. It absolutely happened. Amen. And you know what? That, they're the things that we should be walking in and walking in the spirit concerning these things. It should be a lifestyle. And not that you're striving for it, but because you're saturating yourself in the word and in his presence, these things can happen. And um, if you think you can do it apart from that and not, and not, and you might look and say, well, how come everybody else has those experiences? Not everybody else, but this person, that person. You know, if you're trying to impress people with um, uh, stories that, you know, or uh, things that aren't true, don't do that. That's very dangerous. Amen. 
Don't try to make yourself look spiritual. We already are spiritual if you're bought by the blood of the lamb. Amen. Amen. So get a little bit more spiritual by putting the word of God inside of you. Woo! All right. Yeah. Because then you'll grow in be being able to break through in situations. And I'm going to use that word breakthrough because of what was being said today. And Tim doesn't know that, but my reading this morning was Luke chapter 17. And when I was reading it and Tim, when he was bringing it out, see, this is why I love the teacher because I've read this scripture so many times, but the Holy Spirit was pointing my attention on something else. But when Tim was preaching the word of God, I saw how something was taken out of context. It seemed out of context, but the Lord was addressing something here. So we, Jesus was talking about, about um, the, uh, in verse 1, about how dangerous it is to trip somebody up in sin and you're a, say you're a believer and it, how harmful it is to the person by you to watch you sin and still say you're a believer and it's okay to sin over here. It's okay to do a little bit over here and see if you can get away with it and it has an effect on your brother and sister. It's better that a millstone be hung around you and you cast into the sea or else you're going to be cast into the lake of fire. People think they can't lose their salvation let me tell you something. You can lose your salvation. Absolutely. But God goes on, Jesus goes on to say, but if your brother comes to you and asks you for forgiveness, forgive him. He repents. He repents. You rebuke him. He, yes. And, but the Bible scripture says this. It also goes on. I want to read this to you because Jesus was talking about something. He went, it went from one thing to the next because of the question that the apostles had. And it said, pay attention and always be on your guard, looking out for one another. Listen, church, we got to adjust our attitude. We got to change our heart about things. We need to become more socially active in the body of Christ with each other instead of pulling and isolating yourself. If you're not fellowshipping with others inside this church, then something is wrong. Okay, you're isolating yourself and you think you're okay by yourself. Well, you're not okay by yourself. All right. Amen. And if you think you're just around your family all, all the time, I'm going to tell you something. Break out of your family because you've got brothers and sisters in the family of God that we need each other. All Amen. right. Amen. Because Jesus goes on here and he says this, pay attention and always be on your guard looking out for one another. That doesn't mean that you're starting to judge one another and see things. But if you see something that's going on and somebody that starts to isolate and it's somebody that's been active. And if you see people that just aren't showing up on Sundays and things, you get to them like what happened to us. Two weeks we weren't in church and our pastor and elders came up to correct us and rebuke us. Why? Because they knew if we kept going on that path, it would lead us away from what God had for us. Amen. We were baby Christians and we needed that. And thank God for that rebuke that came to us because what it did, it positioned us in what God had for us to keep us straight and keep us steady. And rebuke isn't harsh. It's motivated, it's by, motivated love. by love. That's what it is. So they came up and because of love, they did that to us. And we have no problem sharing that because you know what? Every one of us need that in our lives and Amen. not to be offended by it. You know, don't have that, that, that poo poo kind of uh, attitude that we had. And then God got a hold of us and jerked it right out of us. Mm. And we called our pastor. I did the following day, you know, the story and repented to him because of my attitude. And listen, don't be a gossiper either. Amen. And if God shows you something, you don't go and gossip it to somebody else, because as soon as you share it with somebody else, you're gossiping. Don't do that. God's tired of gossip. Remember, it's an abomination to him. Amen. What it says in Proverbs. Okay, this is Carol Shannon. I'm just given what the Holy Ghost has given me right now. I'm sorry it's coming out this way and not like Pastor no, you're Tim. You're sorry. Tim, but uh, no, I'm not sorry. Thank you, hon. But it says pay attention and always be on your guard. Isn't Jesus, who is the word of God, the eternal one is saying this. Yeah, pay attention. He's saying this. Pay attention. 
Be on your guard looking for one another, looking out for one another. In other words, real love is going to look out for one another. Yeah. Real love is going to keep reaching and keep calling and keep texting. And you know what? Wake up to the first call. Wake up to the first text yeah. and say, you know what? They Respond. love me. They love me. They see something. They're going to get around me. I'm going through something really hard, and I don't know how to get out of this. That's what it's saying here. Yeah. This is what Jesus is saying. Love one another. And he goes on here and he says this. Um, if your brother sins or misses the mark, okay, yeah. misses the mark, that doesn't mean we're dirty old sinners. Everybody has sinned. Amen. Everybody has sinned. That means, doesn't mean you're dirty, dirty old sinner. I don't like that. You don't have to be a reprobate to sin. Sin means to miss the mark, miss to the miss goal. To miss the mark. To miss the mark. And he goes and it goes on to solemnly tell him so and reprove him. And if he repents and feels sorry for having sinned, forgive him. And it goes on, he says, even if it's seven times during that day and he comes to you the, each time, then you forgive him. And you know what? Here's Jesus saying this. And what did the apostle say? Look at the next statement. The apostle said to the Lord, increase our faith. That trust and confidence that spring from our belief in God. They responded from what Jesus just said yeah. about protecting your brother and sin and everything else. And what he was saying before that, it would be better for you to have a millstone hung around your neck. Yeah, they realized there were consequences to not acting. That's why they Jesus, stepped up. And they come out and they go, the apostles look at them and say, increase our faith. Do you get the point? Which, what's yeah. going on here in the context of all this? The apostles are saying, wait a moment. I don't want to sin. I don't want to be a stumbling block. And they're also saying, It wasn't Carol, increase our faith so we can move in the power of God and signs and wonders and all this. And I'm not taking away from what you said because all that you said was no. in, in, in what God brought forth. But what Jesus, in context with the word here in, that, in this portion of scripture here is, Increase our faith so that we don't yeah. be a stumbling block to anybody. Listen, our attitudes towards each other can be a stumbling block. It can hurt somebody and offend Amen. somebody. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And Jim, the Lord says he's going to bring a greater influence. That's Dennis. Dennis. I'm sorry. Wait. Dennis, a greater influence. He spoke this to me earlier. A greater influence. In your life, don't under, ever underestimate who you are. A greater influence in others, Thank to you, others. Yeah, glory to God. And see, that's why. Thank and you, so Lord. the apostles were getting the point because Jesus was saying this for a reason. And maybe he was putting his finger on something inside of every one of them. Uh, something's going on here. Uh, you've been messing around here a little bit. I see that little attitude here. This is having an effect on other people. You haven't been looking after your brothers. And you haven't been looking after your brothers. You're more concerned about yourself. Who's going to be first in the kingdom? Am I going to sit next to you on your right hand? Am I going to do this? Am Am I going to do that? Listen, get over all that stuff, everybody. <laughs> you know what? We're all equal in the kingdom of God. Amen. We're all equal in the kingdom of God. And God loves, loves us all, and he wants us to love each other. So when Jesus goes on to read and to, or to look at them, and you read this, and he says, if you had faith as a mustard seed, you could say to that mountain, what mountain? That mountain that is constantly mm. a consternation in your life mm -hmm. that is trying to drive you into sin. You just look at that thing and said, go be cast into the sea. Amen. You take authority over it. Amen. Do something with it. Do something with faith. Jesus said, you have enough faith. I've had people over the years that said, I don't have faith to overcome this. I said, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Use it. You know what your problem is? You're not in the word. Yeah. Because there's something about the word that has power and increases. Yes, yeah. influence. Increases and influences our faith. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. This is good. What a glorious time. And you can go on in the whole scripture. It's just so wonderful. But Pastor, I just thought, thank you. Pastor Tim, thank you. I 
thought when, when, you know, when I was reading it today and, and I was talking to you about it. Yeah. And I think even in verse 16, there were some things. Chapter 16, I was talking to my husband about it um, yesterday or it was the day before. We were talking about some things, this portion of scripture, and here Pastor Tim comes out and preaches and teaches on it. And God gave me more insight concerning some things hallelujah. as we sat under the preaching of the word. Isn't yes, that awesome? hallelujah. We also continue to be taught. Uh, my God, if we ever get to a place where we're not being taught, then, then we're not here. We're not. No, because, <laughs> you know, I say this. Don't wait to go to heaven. You are in heaven. Yeah. Eternity is already here existing in you. And we're growing up in eternity in the wisdom <laughs> and knowledge of God. So when we just go on, we slip out and go on to be with the Lord. And we're going to continue our education. It might be heightened in the acceleration of it. Woo, yes. Glory to glory God. Because the atmosphere is so different. But glory. Somebody shout unto God. Hallelujah. Come on, give me a hallelujah. Well, Father, we thank you. Grab your neighbor's hand if you would. We receive the admonition, the instruction, the light of the word and the preaching, the anointing this morning. We are so grateful for you, Holy One. Spirit of God, thank you. And confirm your word with signs following our life now that we'll be active doers of the word, not hearers only. We expect signs to follow. Hallelujah. Say, I believe and look forward for signs to follow the word of God that I speak and the actions I take. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Give the Lord a hallelujah again, a clap. Yeah, hallelujah. Jesus, we bless you. God bless you all. You are dismissed. Go into your mission fields. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.